Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. So a chastity cage is like this like metal vice right. thing you put on the penis, right? But I would have the key, so I would control when he takes it off and on, and I just didn't want to do that What for if him. you had to pee? He would pee sitting down. Oh, there's like a hole or something that the urine is falling out of. It's like of. a cage. The cage is like a cage. Think of okay. like, so there's okay. like a hamster cage. Okay. Yeah. So you still get, you, there's enough hole for the urine. Yeah, you can definitely <laughs> pee. You just can't get a boner or like <laughs> hurt. And sometimes it pops off if you get a boner. So oh. some of them are cheap. Oh. Yeah. But they're not like, they're oh. supposed to hurt. Kayla, right? are you not interested in doing this? No, this does not appeal to me whatsoever. <laughs> I actually, I mean, thinking of like tight boxers is, is something like a chastity thing for me because I need a lot of airflow in there. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mother. What? Why are you saying mother? Now people are going to get confused. It's not sex talk with my mother. It's sex talk with my mom. It's the same thing, mom. There's no other sex talk podcast with a mother and son out there. I know. Okay, my mother is a sex expert, a cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. And my son is a stand-up comic, a mime, and a Buddhist clown. Together we chat about sex twice a week, once on Mondays with just you guys. And you can get involved in that conversation by texting us or leaving us a voicemail at yes text mom. That's the morning after show. And then on Thursdays with a wonderful guest. And I am so freaking excited about today's episode. <laughs> mom lined up a sick interview. Yeah, sometimes I hit a home run and this is it. Honestly, I have not been this impressed and excited about an interview in a long time. Because this girl, Teresa Lowe is so unique. She's a writer, journalist, and comedian based in LA. She writes for Hustler. She's written books called The Sugar Baby Club, The Red Lantern Scandals, and Hell's Game. And Exercise with Cats, a physical activity book for kids. She actually has dozens of books out there. Uh, and she's a stand-up comedian who performs all the time at Flappers in Los Angeles. You can check her out. Uh, basically, this woman is a dichotomy of sorts. <laughs> She sure is. She grew up, she's a Chinese background. She grew up in a conservative Chinese household in Kansas. And just like Dorothy, she found her way home to Los Angeles. It, and just like Dorothy, <laughs> she started getting involved in the BDSM community. <laughs> she started writing for Hustler and, and, you know, spending her days interviewing porn stars. And she was a sugar baby. She researched being a sugar baby in that SeekingArrangements.com uh, app. And she did it for research for a book she was writing, but in fact, she got very involved in it, and she's going to tell her whole story of how she got duped. Yeah, so if you have any curiosity about that world of sugar babies, or the like, how to f the world of BDSM works, meaning like sub-dom relationships, this is the episode for you. How about just listen in because you're going to have a good laugh. That is also true. I, I, before we jump in, I want to say thank you to all the people who left us reviews on iTunes. We so appreciate when you leave us reviews. And so I wanted to read one. I'd love to hear one. I thought you might. So this is, the subject line is Sex and Laughs, Five Stars by Nikki in Denver. Hello to Nikki in Denver. This is real open and hilarious. Sex education is so important, yet seriously lacking. This mother-son duo podcast displays a fantastic, healthy, open, and communicative relationship. They're both educational and comedic. Best. Love you both. Thank you. Oh, thank you, thank Nikki. You, Nikki. That's freaking sweet as hell. That is. And anyone who who writes a review that we find compelling, we will read it, and and you can hear your and it will warm shout the out cockles to of our hearts, as my mother it, likes to I say. I always like to say that. But I also would like to say that I even stumped our guest when I asked her, you know, about why well, I actually didn't stump her. She agreed with me. I stumped you. When you were talking about Japanese porn? Yes. You didn't Ooh. know that I knew about Japanese porn. Yeah. You guys are going to learn that my mother knows more about Japanese porn than I had ever known. <laughs> uh, 
you also you also you we missed this part of the interview uh but my mother at the end we ended the interview with my mom said oh my god you're just like one of my favorite comedians Susie wong oh yeah oh no i said i don't want this to sound racist oh instead it sounded but, extremely racist because you can't remember anyone's name we were saying how she's so like how Teresa. she's like first of all the comedian that you like is named Ali Wong. I know. I Let's realize. start with that. Okay, but I do get names wrong, so that wasn't really racist. <laughs> it was. I know. It sounds racist because you got it wrong. But, but it, truly, if, you wouldn't have gotten it if it was white, if black, whatever the yeah, fuck. If it was Jewish, I would get Rachel wrong <laughs> and confuse that with Sarah. You know, but the, tr- the truth of the matter is, is that she is like a little Ali Wong. She's She's got this look to her of a straight prim and proper very prim and proper um, and she's got this fierce feisty side to yes her. So i love it it's it's such a dichotomy that i think she's fascinating so you guys let me tell you about the birds no well i wanted to say one more thing about patreon oh yeah patreon is a place where you, we can have a little group discussion and we'd love to make this more of a community and so uh you're incentivized to join because if we get 50 patrons, my mother insists that we are going to do marijuana blueberries together. What do you mean my mother insists? You always act like I'm like a drug pusher or something. She, no, it's yeah, legal she's in a California. Drug pusher. My mother is dying to do drugs with me. No, I'm not dying to do drugs with you. What are you talking about? I'm actually, I gave you some of those blueberries and they're still in their fridge, which I'm surprised by. Me? Yeah. I, I forgot about them, first of all. Second of all, I, I'm very nervous. <laughs> I'm very nervous about doing them because I don't know the effect it's going to have on me because I'm a very You're uh, lightweight, easily like susceptible to any kind of drug. So I'm a big talker, little doer, as evidenced by the blueberries that have been there for six months. Well, anyway, we'd love your support on Patreon. It's a place to support us financially. And, you know, you can join us for a little $3 a month. And, and if we get 50 patrons, which we're up to 33 right now. Something like that. Uh, we'll be doing a little podcast under the influence of blueberries. I wonder if this is incentivizing anyone to actually donate or if at this point they're like, all right, it's getting fucking weird. Cut. Why? What do you, why are you always such a downer negative? You think that's a downer negative? Yeah. Oh, it's weird. me speaking people, my mind. Well, why would people be thinking negative thoughts like that? You're just a, you are a glass know, my, half empty. Uh, you are a three quarters glass full. I know. So that's why I find so it So one of us is a little more right. At least I'm <laughs> a halfway point. You're not halfway. You're empty. <laughs> you're not even, you're seeing so much water in there. Water is not even existing. <laughs> okay. So anyway, this is why people love to tune into us because they find us to be fascinating in the terms of a role reversal. I think they also find us to be long winded and this is a long episode. Okay. We better show Oh, the, the reason up. they should join Patreon, I wanted to say was because we have a bonus episode with Teresa that you don't want to miss out on. Oh yeah. She's going to talk about all her, uh, her days at Hustler Magazine, which she's still currently employed at. Yes. Check it out. Yeah. Sext- you're going to find or- out what goes on behind the scenes at hustler and with a little chinese girl as the writer patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom and let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the mispronouncing of chinese oh <laughs> women mom what you know you sound racist <laughs> again it sounded extremely racist somehow i am thinking to myself when you're singing i'm like please don't say something racist please don't say something racist <laughs> I just mean that I, it, it, I fucked up with a name. That's all. Somehow you you just made the birds and the bees sound racist. All right, enjoy. Teresa, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. We're so excited. We have a ton of topics we want to go through. I'm excited to be here. So, how did your family respond when? You started writing and talking about sex. And, and and being on stage talking about it. I had my parents come out to one of my first shows and I censored myself and they were like, this is so boring, right? And so Wait, they didn't, your parents said it was boring? They didn't say it to my face, but you could just tell they weren't excited, you know? And so I'm like, okay, next, I was like, next time. Wait, I'm going. how did you feel that, first of all, why did you censor yourself? Because I think... It's uncomfortable, right? Because you're very vulnerable doing stand-up anyway because you're talking about yourself. And, like, I talk about things like, um, 
like me being a dominatrix and just like all this other weird stuff. And so, <laughs> oh, just that stuff. Yeah, just like weird stuff, right? And I was like, I don't want to say this for my parents. So I did kind of like a release, like censored set. And they thought it was, you could tell they thought it was fine, but they weren't like blown away. And I was like, no, 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 come to my next show. I need you to come to my next show. Cause I also just needed numbers, right? We need to have stand up. <laughs> you need guests to come. So we I was like, you. please come, right? And so they came, and this time I was like, I don't want to do that boring stuff. Because I even kind of felt like it was boring. And are, so, are they wild and crazy people, or are they more conservative? Oh, they're conservative. They're like not like politically conservative, but they are just like kind of quiet people who live like a quiet life. They just worked really hard. They had a family. They just keep to themselves. So and they're, they're Asian. And they're Chinese, right? Oh, so they're, they're Chinese. Okay. They're very like... I mean, the Chinese culture is very um, conservative, conservative yeah. right? They're not into BDSM publicly. Yeah, they're probably like secretly. Definitely. <laughs> well, it's funny too about not being into stuff like that because the Chinese culture is so authoritarian that it almost is the culture itself is just BDSM. Right. It's, it's, just, it's just a listen to your parents yeah. or die. It's like, oh, okay, you know? Wow. Yeah. So I, I wonder what does, what actual sex is like? I mean, have you ever asked your parents what sex was like with them? With each other? Yeah. Is it like oh, a- they would never answer that. <laughs> I remember I even asked my mom, I was like, what was so amazing about, you know, dad that you loved? And she's like, he's fine. Like, you know, like there's just like, you're not going to get much out of them like they we don't really hug you know like we like they they express their um affection through gifts and doing things for you making a dinner or something making a dinner or like paying your tuition or all that Uh stuff but they don't want to like say i love you they don't want to hug you it's just like they express themselves through different ways do you react by doing those things do i do that back would you yeah would you start hugging them or telling you i love you to scare them because they don't <laughs> like it. You can tell they don't like it. Like when I try to hug my mom, like let's say they drop me off at the airport. Um, she does that like ass out hug because I'll try to hug her and then her ass just will like fly back. Oh. Like please don't touch me. It's and like really is, funny publicly. This is typical of the whole culture or just your parents? I think a lot of the culture is like that. I mean like they just don't express themselves that way it's almost like you knew you do a good job if they don't talk shit about you you know or like they like nod or something but they're not going to be like i'm so proud of you like my dad is starting to say he's proud by through text so this is how i knew that i did a good job is like so i took them to a stand-up show and i at the very end i talk about being a dominatrix and how that happened and like the crowd loved it and my parents were laughing i was like this is good but then after the show and this is how i know they didn't like the other one was that they sent me a text and he said proud of you that's it that's all it said my heart yeah still if you think about it you went out you're vulnerable you're talking about how you're a dominator so what does that mean you whip boys or whatever i found a guy off craigslist to come to my house and clean it as long as i yelled at him but then like his like the relationship so i said no sex and of course, for him, he was like, I will eventually get her to have sex with me. But of course, that did not happen. And so he like abandoned me. Right. But like, I just talk about like the progression of how our relationship just ended. But for a few months, I got that free cleaning and the yelling. It was like really fun for me. Oh, my God. Um, this is were you hilarious. turned on by it at all? Or were you just like, I like the result I, of this? I loved yelling at him and having him like do things for me. So like it kind of like sparked something in me. So after him, I really did start going on like kinked websites and like all this stuff looking just for more men to do this. Does this have to do with your Chinese upbringing? I don't know. Like, let's just just get you on the psychiatrist's couch here. Okay. Okay. You grew up and you're taught not to express affection, Mm -hmm. be subservient. Mm -hmm. And then flash forward, 20-something year. I don't know. How old are you? I am 34. 34. Wow, you're so old. You look like you're 24. Oh, thank you. Anyway, (laughs) you flash forward a number of years. Now you are yelling and having some guy get on his hands and knees and clean your floors for you. Yeah, I think... Maybe psychologically. So my dad is bossy. So he's the patriarch of the family, right? And he's bossy. And my mom's really sweet and like does like the traditional homemaker kind of stuff, right? And I have a personality more similar to my father. And so it's almost like there's just no way I couldn't end up like this unless I just had the personality of my mom. So then I look for like men who are more beta, who want to do these subservient things for me because oh. like they like it like that's why i like the bdsm thing because like, you can't do that 
in a normal relationship, yeah. right? You can't just force a man to start cleaning or like drive you around where you sit in the back. He's not going to accept that. <laughs> but like BDSM <laughs> guys are like, that cool, your okay. Uber driver. Yeah. No, but like this guy would like do that for me. And I was like, this is great. So you, I mean, it sounds like they're turned, there's an element of them being turned on by being treated this way. They love it. Do, and does, does that turn you on in the same sort of way or is it different? Like... <laughs> It's weird because I don't know if it's necessarily I'm turned on sexually, but I am turned on where like, I love it. Like I like crave it. Like I keep looking for more people to do this. So I became kind of addicted to this lifestyle. And what about the sexual part? Is that translated in your bedroom? Well, what's funny about it is that at least the guys that I found, they're also like cucks, right? Where they don't even, they just want me to talk about sex with other people, but I don't necessarily have to have sex with them. They probably hope I have sex with them, but like, I don't have to. They, they like the idea that I'm telling them about it and they get off that way. Like they want to wear like chastity cages and all that other stuff. So it's like, they're into their thing and I get to kind of do whatever I want. So it's a very (laughs) win-win for me. I get a free cleaner. I get to screw whoever I (laughs) want. Like I was like, this lifestyle is amazing. It's just hard to find them. Cause oh. you have to weed through a lot of people. Oh, like, I just go. I just I'll hook you up with them. Yeah, oh, yeah, good. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've had plenty of guys who wanted me to do that, and I'm real. I can't. I guess I. I'm. I, we just know. We already know that. What am I? I'm a, I'm You're a the pillow, pillow princess. princess. I'm a pillow princess. Oh, where you lay there? Uh, like, apparently, <laughs> I've been identified as that. Go go listen to the last uh, morning after episode. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm gonna uh, but no, I, it's actually not the case. I'm just saying that somebody, some, uh, um, one of my friends porn star called me out of that um <laughs> but i guess i don't have that in my personality to be mean because this guy clearly was paying he wanted to pay me money on my patreon page set mm-hmm. one up by the way but Teresa. Is, is oh not, yeah i can find set all the it up, you will be get oh my god you can do whatever you want there <laughs> do you think you're being mean though or is it actually a loving thing they love it because love we, it. we talk yeah. about it so like we do that negotiation before we talk i'm like what do you want what do I want? And then, you know, what are your boundaries and things like that? So like the kind of like the rules of the game are set before we actually start seeing each other. Cause I don't actually want to be abusive to anyone, but sometimes they actually want to be yelled right. at. And so it, it serves their need because they might not find someone who'll do it for them. So this guy, the one I found off Craigslist, that's the one I talked about in my stand up. So he left because I didn't want to like, own his chastity cage you know i didn't want to do that for him and so he own like it. what do you mean keep it in your bedroom so a chastity cage is like this like metal vice right. thing you put on the penis right but i would have the key so i would control when he takes it off and on and i just didn't want to do that what for if you had to pee he would pee sitting down so he loved to wear it at work and stuff like that. Like what that's what he wanted. Pee sitting down. You just stick it in the holes. Yeah. So it just like come out and then that. So he <laughs> went, he can't stand when you pee when you're wearing a chastity cage. But you can still pee. So because you just can't get an just, erection. It hits the oh, there's like a hole or something that the urine is falling out. It's like of. a cage. The cage like a cage. Think of oh, it okay, so okay, there's okay. like a hamster okay. cage. Okay. Yeah. So you still get you. There's enough hole for the urine. Yeah, you can definitely okay. pee. You just can't get a boner or like <laughs> hurt. And sometimes it pops off if you get a boner. So oh, some of them are cheap. Oh, yeah, but they're not like they're oh. supposed to hurt. Cam, right? are you not interested in doing this? No, this does not appeal <laughs> to me whatsoever. I actually, I mean, thinking of like tight boxers is is something like a chastity thing for me because. I need a lot of airflow in there. Can you imagine if you like had one on, you had to talk to someone like Teresa, he would be complaining from the moment he walked in. <laughs> this thing is too tight. I think it's constricting my balls. Me. Unlock me right now. <laughs> Unlock this thing right and I'd now. And I'd be like, no, I own this cage. You know, you have to play that game with them oh unless they have God. a safe word or something. Oh my but God. I didn't want to do that with him because I didn't want to like touch his penis. I just wasn't into him. I couldn't fake it. I was like, I'm just not into it. So he like bailed, but he actually came back a year later and said that he found found a girlfriend to fulfill his like sexual needs, but he still wanted to come over to be yelled at and wow. clean. And I was like, this is awesome. But then <laughs> it totally is awesome. Yeah, but then I wanted to make sure that he was serious. So I was like, write an essay about how awesome I am. And then he did it. He disappeared again. So I was like, he wasn't serious. So oh, you still have to man. play the It's so yeah. fun. This is what I said to the guy on Patreon. I said to him, listen, I don't want to, he wanted me to yell at him and tell him how worthless he was and all that kind of stuff in writing. And I said, I don't want to do this. I'll pay you big money. And I said, how about this? Don't pay me any money. Just write five things that you love about yourself. Oh. <laughs> and and he did not, that was it. It ended our relationship because he didn't want to do that. 
What do you think drives this guy to want that treatment? This is what he said, which I don't know what the real reason is, but this is what he said. He said that ever since he was young, he liked to follow around girls and that he just has this need to follow women. So when he has jobs, he likes if the boss is a woman, but if it's a man, he gets mad. So he doesn't like to be, you know, submissive to men. But for women, he like needs the women to tell him what to maybe do maybe it came from i want childhood. the root yeah. i want the root of it It could yeah. be like a norman bates and psycho thing where you know the, the mom was in the attic and you know just abused them and he found sexual gratification from that maybe who knows both. yeah so could i be. don't know there are a lot of reasons me. that and, and it, we don't need to pathologize these guys either if, if this is their thing this is their thing who cares yeah you just want it. You're the psychiatrist and you want to get to the bottom. I'm of just it. fascinated by it. Well, because I mean, I was on that kinked or not was still on. Um, I was on that kinked app and there's this guy. He's like, I want to be your dog, your digital dog. Like oh he was in Australia and he would like put himself in like a collar and like eat from a bowl. And I wanted to make sure that he was really like my dog. So I made him like write my name on his chest when he took pictures and he did. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. He really wants to be my dog, so okay. But only for a month, and then I got bored because I was like, "What are you supposed to do with this?" Like, so you had like a Tamagotchi or something. Yeah, like that. A, like a Tamagotchi. Did he come into oh your God. home? No, he was in Australia. So oh. this was an online dog relationship that I had. So I owned this dog man for like a month, and then I just ghosted him. I felt bad, but I was like, "This is really boring for me." I'm sorry. I'm yeah. just so bored. You have his phone number. Let's call him. No, I don't have his. Number. <laughs> oh my God. Woof. Do you? So were you on? You're on kinked is this? there's an app called kinked like kink d with a d uh-huh. so no there's no e in of it of course start and, up. um it uh yeah it's like basically like a tinder but for bdsm and you put like what you're looking for and people find you based on that wow how did you know you were even interested in this guy the the dog he, one yeah, or yeah. the um so he found me and he's like, can I be your dog? And I was like, sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think the thing is, I'm just was like, okay, let's see where this goes. Yeah, I'm not you know? allergic. This yes, I'm not allergic. Exactly. <laughs> Are you neutered? Um, no, because I, um, I'm not into these dominant dudes who try to like boss you around all this stuff. So if those guys come at me, I'm like, no, I'm not interested in this. But like any type of like beta submissive guy, whatever their kink is, I'll like listen to it and entertain the idea. So oh, is this wow. in the bedroom only? I mean, is this in the outside of the bedroom or in the bedroom? Because sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes you like to be dominant outside the bedroom, but in in the bedroom you like to be submissive or vice versa. I think that's why I like these cuck guys because they give you all like the emotional support that you're looking for, but they let you like bone other people and then they let you talk <laughs> about it and stuff. So I was like, this is great for me. I feel like this oh, must I be what I got guys for men. you that they're looking for that. Yeah, it's it's fun. Wow. I, I I wouldn't even know what to write on that profile if I were to go on there. So my profile, um, like, so you can actually click like which what you are. So like even let's say a dominant woman, there's different types of names you can have. You can be a goddess. You can be a mommy. You can be a governess. There's all these like different things Whoa. you can click on because there's like even a dominant woman can be a different type of thing like a goddess is different than like a governess like a governess is more like a ruler i'm gonna like give you rules and school you which one is like a mary poppins a mary poppins is probably more similar to the governess yeah yeah because i think there's like i think it's five or six like archetypes and you can like do multiple archetypes whoa but there's a certain archetype so there's even like a nurse archetype where like the guy wants to be in a diaper and you basically like treat him like an invalid like that's a thing and then there's like the actual like um whips and chains kind of bdsm um and that one i think is called the amazon i think where like i think that's the name of that one so there's just different types because like a goddess is not gonna wear like leather and stuff so the leather one's a different kind have you watched billions Oh, I tried. I didn't really like well, it, but I saw season, that. Yeah. This season, right at, right now, it, it, it's, it's coming to a halt with the, what's going on in the BDSM world and, and the main characters. It's oh. really exciting. Okay, we'll watch it then. I'll like yeah. I'll sit through it. Do and it for like, Hustler. Power. Yeah, I'll like, do it for this. Is there, it for you. <laughs> are these archetypes, like, does this span across the entire BDSM community or is this particular to this app? No, it's the whole community. Well, I oh, mean, like... Wow. Because it's kind of think about it, it's like there's certain role plays that like everyone's like familiar with, right? Yeah. Like there's familiar with like the tough woman who will give you rules. That's one thing. Or there's another type where like, you know, she's just this like 
like amazing woman that you just worship, like you kiss her feet or something. And then there's another one where she's mean to you and has like the leather and all that stuff. So they're like all different and you can do multiple types, but they're just different things. Does this interest you at all? I'm very interested. No, in I mean, do you want to be with a like a school mom, or do you want to be with like the governess? Do you want mm-hmm. do you want to be with the what's, diaper lady? <laughs> you want to be the diaper lady? There is a diaper, diaper fetish. I, I actually none of them sound that appealing to so me. So maybe you're honest, like but... more of the dom. Hmm. I don't know. Because there's a test you can actually take. Oh, I didn't wow. know. Like there's I. Oh, I should I take this called... test. <laughs> we I, should both take this yeah, test. Yes, it, right. it's great because it will Look, tell you exactly what you know. are, and I think it's called. I think it's just called BDSM test. And then if you Google it, it's like uh, the website's black. And then like um, the questions have like bubbles. And that's how you know you're at the right site. It's and I'm, I, I think I'm a ses- uh, sensual submissive is what I also was told. I, oh, okay. I, I'm, yeah. getting this, I'm getting this from no one who's had sex with me. So I don't understand that. But. <laughs> so is it just meeting you? They, they no, they're you friends of mine that are in that community. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And I imagine this is also something that you have to kind of explore to figure out what you actually enjoy. Yeah, like I took the t- the test helped a lot because it'll just ask you. All it's right. really really specific. What are you? I am um, age player dominant mistress. What? Where it's like there's different types. Oh, okay. Yeah, each of those three things. Where it's like I like there to be an age gap of some sort, and I like to be the dominant person. I don't like to be the submissive person. And then. Um, what did I say? Is What's the age gap? Be older than you or younger than you? I prefer them older, but like I've noticed that most of the submissive men on the app who come after me are younger and I'll like try them. So I don't actually like, I don't want to have sex with them, but I yell at them and they like that. So it seems like it's <laughs> enough for them. So it's okay. But I'm still willing to give them a chance, but I don't want to have sex with someone younger than me. I feel like it's just weird. For me. I don't know. I don't like it. Oh, I, I feel so the same way, except for my boyfriend's much younger than me. Ooh. No, I was just kidding. Oh. No, no, he is much younger than me. <laughs> Ooh. This is so fascinating. It, it feels like, children again like playing different role-playing it is very yeah pretending to be certain people and you know yeah you're right like when you're in preschool and you know you dress up as like peter pan yeah and and then now there's just a sexual component that's sometimes included in well you probably like the miming clowning part i don't know if i'd actually enjoy bringing that into this bedroom you mean dressing up as a clown? He he likes yeah. to be a mime. So I, oh. I, 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 I he likes to be a mime. <laughs> She's like so polite. Oh. I went to clown school. I went to clown school. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it, but I don't think I would find it very fun to be to involve sex with that. To be honest, that's true because sometimes you want to keep things separate, right? Yeah. Well, that's sense. what I was There's saying. Sometimes so in real it. life. You know, if you're in a high-powered executive position, you don't want to have that same thing going on in the bedroom. You might want the complete opposite. Yeah, like a lot of... Because um, when I went to that... Dom, I went to a dominatrix seminar and she said like what to look for, like clues or whatever. And she said a lot of high-powered men are submissive and they're like, go for that. And then she also said where to like look for them. She said like, you know, there's like fet life there's like collared me there's like uh craigslist was worked for me but now craigslist has a hard time putting ads up i right, heard yeah, right, they changed right. it but back in the back before they did it was like easy to find people off craigslist and then now this app so wow we're taking a quick break to thank our sponsor calm okay seriously calm i'm not this is not an ad right now this is a personal testament well it is an ad actually i'm saying from my heart it is not because it has changed my relationship with my boyfriend no one knows what calm is we have to explain what calm is calm is an app that teaches you how to meditate it provides you with guided meditations it allows you to go through sleep exercises to help you fall asleep so like you can choose seven days of reducing stress or gratitude or improving focus last night i did cravings because you and your boyfriend are experiencing cravings? We were craving food. Uh-huh. And so what calm meditation did for me is it explained not to try to stop the cravings, but it just let her f- float by and acknowledge the cravings. And then I looked over and I saw that Dee's had fallen asleep. I was so <laughs> pissed. It was so relaxed. When you open up the app, you hear this waterfalls and birds twerping. Twerping. Twer- twerking. The birds are twerking. I love meditation as I've spoken about so many times on the show, and I think Calm is a wonderful way to develop a meditation practice and also to continue your meditation practice. I highly suggest you do this for yourself and for your partner. So right now, our wonderful Sex Talk With My Mom listeners will get 25% off a Calm premium subscription 
at calm.com slash mom. That's C-A-L-M dot C-O-M slash M-O-M. Calm.com slash mom. Very easy. Unlimited access to all of Calm's content today. Trust me, this is game changer. So writing now for Hustler, does that affect your personal life? I mean, maybe. I feel like I've become... I think I was already open-minded before I worked there, but I think I definitely um, am way more open-minded too because I feel like you talk to enough people, you get exposed to different things, and then you're like, that makes sense. Like when people really like kind of own their sexuality and like freely talk about it, and you're kind of like, I want to live like that. I don't like want to be like shy about what I want and I think that was probably the, the best thing I learned from that is I love this I absolutely love this so open yeah because yeah. I'm still not like I'm getting more open but like and I feel like, like I am open yeah. but like it like still I'm like I'm not as open as the people I talk to at Hustler right, right. that's how we feel too yeah because well, we, the same thing has happened to us and we've been like as the years go on nothing shocks us anymore mm-hmm. you know we used to talk about BDSM and it's like whoa now it's like oh, I haven't just BDSM yeah, yeah. you're lame <laughs> if you don't yeah I mean, what in what areas have you found that you've become more open? I feel like now, like, let's say when I go on a date, I'm more clear about what I like and don't like, and I won't waste time anymore. Like, at a certain age, the man should kind of know he should pay if this date is going to happen. Because I feel like when you the man doesn't pay, you're kind of in the friend zone. It's like two friends hanging out. Now, did out. this get to the sugar baby thing? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Maybe we should go there right now. Yeah, because like the sugar, like lifestyle is like, like that, right? It's like, you don't even have to ask. Like everyone just acts like that. All right. People don't know what the hell we're talking about right now. The sugar lifestyle. Sugar daddy, sugar baby. I guess it's also sugar mama, sugar uh, baby. Yeah. So the sugar. It's usually the guy though. That's the sugar daddy. I'm assuming more so than the sugar mamas. I'm sure they're out there, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm not actually sure, like, number-wise, because no one, like, I think admits it. It's kind of like a secret society a little bit. Yeah, we interviewed a sugar baby. Oh, nice. What did they seeking say? SeekingNewAgents.com, Sarah Kate, episode whatever. We'll fill, fill it in the blank later. Yeah. Oy. Anyway, we interviewed her, and she just had such a logical way of looking at that lifestyle, which mm-hmm. is the, that this older man is going to pay for her school. Why would she basically give away sex for free when someone's going to pay for her? Oh, mm. Hold on. Let me take a pause so that they know the episode. It's episode 16 called Sugar Baby. For those people who don't know what Sugar Baby is, mm-hmm. how would you define it? A person who dates in exchange for some sort of assistance. But the assistance can be different things. So you could either get mentorship, you can get gifts, you can get tuition, you can get an allowance, like whatever the arrangement you have. But it's like a sugar baby or sugar daddy or mama, or it's like a, a mutually beneficial relationship. And how do you get in one of these relationships? Sometimes it happens organically. Like sometimes someone will just pick up someone at the store, just like a regular relationship, and that's just how they end up acting. And then a lot of people, though, now use the seeking arrangement. I think that's the most popular website. And then I think there's even like, I even heard people like on Tinder and stuff will just like seek it out. Like young model types will just find older men and be like, hey, are you down for this? So it's like kind of going everywhere, especially in L.A., so basically, it's it, usually the younger, more attractive person is saying... They're the, sh- they're the baby. They're the baby. And they're and like, then, hey, give me some money and I'll spend yes, some time with you. The older rich person will give them something. And the older rich person, in turn, gets to hang out with a young, beautiful person. And also gets that thrill of being generous. And it's not... It's different than being a prostitute. Yeah, because it's more like a relationship. So like, uh, in, if it's more... They, they call it pay per meet... So pay per me is where like you hang out and they like pay you and you go home. And that's, I think, more similar to like an escort service. But Mm -hmm. if you're like a sugar baby, it's supposed to be more like a relationship. I even made a joke where it's like more similar to like you're an open gold digger and he's okay with that. Wow. That's how I view it. One of my friends was (laughs) she just found one of her charge cards and she was married and, you know, she's late 50s or whatever so is her her husband at the time i say at the time because after she saw the credit card bills that she realized that he had been paying for an 18 year old on these you know as a sugar daddy mm-hmm. while he was married yeah and she was unaware of this happening 
Yeah, a lot of the guys on the website are married or they lie about not being married. But usually I think that's why the arrangement works for them because uh, a mistress is almost more similar to a sugar baby, but sometimes they're not married. So I guess it just depends, but that often happens. So how did you end up in this community? So I guess what happened was that I went to a party and I met this like 25 year old girl who was like living a really fabulous life. And she said she was an entrepreneur. And I was like, you don't have a real company. How are you doing all this? Right? <laughs> I was not like, entrepreneur I, of makeup. Yeah, I was like, what is, how are you really being funded? And I was like, is it her parents? I don't know. Like it could have just been her parents, but like me and my friend, like we stalked her social media and she's like traveling and she's like, thanks. To, and she would like tag some guy who took her and like her whole social media was always just traveling and thanking people. And I was like, <laughs> was there, wait, with the pictures of her with the Always guys? by herself. Always oh, by herself. Wow. Always by herself. Very big clue. Yeah. Because it's one thing if like it's your boyfriend, but even then it's like, okay, even a rich boyfriend is still kind of similar to sugar daddy. But like. But I was like, where is this really happening, right? And so I started just, like, Googling, like, things like that. And then it just, like, the more I would read, the more fascinated I was. And I was like, this would be a really good book. And so I decided to, like, make my own account on that website. And then Hilarious, I made... Hilarious, by the way. Oh, you thank did you. <laughs> and then I made a fake, like, a uh, persona. I didn't even put my own pictures. And this is the crazy thing. I would meet people, and they could not tell the difference. Oh, my God. And I was like, wow. Wait, which pictures were you using? I like just found Victoria's some girl. Secret model or something? No, I just found some, like, Asian model <laughs> off Google images. Are these and they Asian never questioned. Or are they... Uh, Both. Yeah. And I just don't know if they just didn't look at my face, or I don't know if people are just so used to, like, Photoshop pictures that, yeah. like... Like you don't know anymore what you're gonna get. You expect to be catfished. Maybe that, but oh, no, 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 no. What she means is like they just no couldn't one tell. Looking, yeah, she, they saw Asian. Okay, she's she, and, it must be the same person. Because I found someone like similar enough, like body type and like hair, and then there that to them that was like enough, and that no one called nuts. me out on it. It was because maybe that, and that's their type anyway, so maybe they don't really care. They're just like, eh, good enough, you know. Um, Good enough. <laughs> no, I, here. I, I remember this guy telling me this whole story about how he he was uh, online and they saw he saw a picture and he kept saying, "Wow, this girl is so gorgeous," and he was talking to her on the phone, things like that. And he was so excited about meeting her and he told his mom, "He's like, guess what? I, I think I got someone who looks like a Victoria's Secret model." He shows up, he looks at this girl, doesn't look anything like her picture. He's like, "What? What? What happened here?" And he, I thought you were a Victoria's Secret model. She goes. Well, the picture was everybody <laughs> said I could be a Victoria's Secret model, so I just used their picture. Oh my god! Oh my god! I mean, this happened to you recently, right? Well, oh, everybody's using my pictures all over the internet right now. Ooh, not in a good way. Oh, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening? They're taking my picture and signing me up as seeking arrangement, or they're signing me up as, uh, you know, just on Tinder or on Match. dot oh, com wow. or every d- dating site. So, you guys out there, don't get catfished. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> That's not, she's not on those sites. I'm not on any of those sites. And the guys are so disappointed. I can't say, I, they'll, they'll send me all these pictures. That yeah. I, because, because someone actually was follow, she was following you and they thought they found you on this website. And yeah. then they reached out, to the, the, they started the conversation with the person on the website. Do you not want to share this? No, it's fine. I'm just like, I feel so bad for these guys because they're probably, a lot of them didn't even realize it was me and, and ended up being catfished. And, well, yeah. So the end of the story is that this yeah. guy got catfished and then it was like, fuck this. And she, he went to her, my mom and said, "You, someone's using your someone's your using your account." Sent, like, he sent me all these different pictures, but this has happened to me so many times. I don't know. Is there anything I could do? I don't know. Mm-mm. I just feel bad for these She's guys. She's trying to use this as an angle to get verified on Instagram. <laughs> I did. Oh, I that did. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and they said, "No, that's not the way to get verified." <laughs> Listeners, help me get verified. Oh my anyway, god. Anyway, okay, you're verified. I, I saw. Not on Instagram. Oh, not yet. Like, I don't understand how to get verified on that. We got to figure this. As a researcher, let's figure this out. Yeah, because Twitter, you can apply. But Instagram, I don't know how you Yeah, yeah, you can apply on Instagram. I'll show you after the show. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so you you know you're going to get verified, and I'm not, and I'm going to be really bummed. (laughs) So you joined the sugar baby world. So what about it? You joined the sugar baby world as an investigator. Yes, that was my intention. And so I would just meet people, and, like, when you just meet people, and they're almost like... 
so transactional when you meet them. It's like easy to just be like, oh, nice to meet you. And then you go home and you get your stories in your mind. You just go home. Uh, but like, wait, wait a second. Did you have sex with these guys? I did not. Well, no, I dated a guy and I had sex with a guy I dated. And that was the one in the podcast where yeah. I got tricked. Now, the other ones I would just meet for coffee and like hear stories and go home. And to me, I was like, that was fun enough. Right. What do these guys look like in general? They were just like normal, middle aged men. And like some of them actually were single and some of them were married. Um, this- what is the motivation? I understand the girl's motivation. Mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I said it so loud, you backed up. <laughs> now, what is the motivation for these men to be with these young girls other than sex and companionship? Obviously, because they, maybe they aren't mm-hmm. able to talk to their wives or girlfriends or whatever the way they talk to these young girls. But is there any other motivation? I think companionship might be number one. And then maybe sex is two. And I think the third is like, maybe it ties in with the companionship. But you want to feel something, right? Versus like just getting a flat out prostitute is there's no like joy to it, right? Like there's a reason why like even like with escorts, there's something called like girlfriend experience because yeah. you want to feel like a girlfriend versus sugar baby is like a, kind of in the next level where you're like taking care of someone. He's taking care of someone. And for them, like these men, if let's say their salary is 400,000 a year or something and they only, they give a girl like 2000 a month, which is a lot for her, but for him is really not that much. And so it's like for him, it's easy. So he gets something pretty mm. easy yeah but to her she's like wow this is so much but for him he's like oh it's easy you i say i don't see that dif- i've read a lot about prostitutes mm-hmm. and um real uh, i don't know term high class or whatever but you know sophisticated prostitutes mm-hmm. that you know real, um, well we just had this male escort companion on the show yeah yeah mm-hmm. well him you know and he's always having sex for money mm-hmm. right I don't see how he's any different than a than, than a prostitute, except that he's the old. Yeah, is he older? You know, he's younger. It does matter. Yeah. He's all ages. Yeah. But anyway, your what, is, what your point is that the it's, this is similar. To, it is pretty similar to the the the. I again, I read a lot about prostitution at one point. I was like obsessed with it for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and I was reading that that most of the time the prostitute. It feels like she's providing a service of a listening ear mm. to these men more so than the actual sex part. And, and we mm. interviewed companionship. We interviewed a mother and daughter who were both hookers. That's episode seventy six. Mother daughter hookers. Oh, okay. They, and they said mainly men come in there not for just the physical pleasure, but actually for this human connection. Which makes sense. I mean, people are lonely. Because mm-hmm. I even think yeah. about this. Some, All this profession in history, though. Right. Because I think about even like, um, if I want to go to like a concert, and I can't find anyone to go with me. Sometimes like, I should just hire an escort <laughs> to go with me. Not <laughs> even you for ever? sex, but just a friend. No, they're too expensive. I was like, they are expensive. <laughs> the thing is, is that people are lonely, right? I think that mm-hmm. what it comes down to the end of the day. And it's like, we can buy food, we can buy whatever, but can we buy happiness or companionship? And then apparently that is considered negative, but people need that just as much as anything else. Because you, you can buy a pill to make you happy, but you can't buy a person's hour to hang out with you. Like, What about a sex spot? I mean, even a sex spot, though, you're not getting the same warmth. There's not like that... Um, idea that like they can talk back to you. I mean, maybe one day they can, but oh, like, we've, you know. we've interviewed um, Brian E. Cole. Thank you. Yeah. And episode number. Mom, why do you do this? <laughs> episode 198, the future of sex with Brian E. Cole. Future of sex. Mm. And she talks about it. the future is going to be these robots mm-hmm. who look, feel, talk just like a human being. Yeah, I'd probably buy one, honestly. Because, like, I get it. Like, sometimes I'm like, I feel lonely. So, I mean, I think that the loneliness is maybe actually the number one factor 100%. for the sugar baby thing. Yeah, because I mean, they're not the getting cr- something from somewhere else. You, what you were saying earlier, like, what we, we buy all these things to... Well, I forget exactly. What you're to make ourselves happy. Yeah, to make yeah. ourselves happy. But at the root of it, the sometimes the reason that we're binge eating, the reason that we're you know going to the casino, or you know that we have these vices, mm-hmm. is loneliness right. or and a, a lack of self love. Right. Avoid. And and that is all we want when we're going and fucking people. We want to, we're wanting to feel. A lot of times we're just wanting to feel desired by the other person. That's true. Or you want to get off. But no, the reason you want to, it is very rarely, you could just get off yourself usually. That's I mean, the you same. Could, it it mm-hmm. is pretty much usually. What do you usually. think? 
Well, I think even with like sex, right? Like if you get off with someone and you don't like them, the minute it's over, you're like, get out of here. Oh right? yeah, I've been there. Done and there. so you feel like actually worse a lot of the time. Yeah. And so I think that like if you can find someone who like makes you happy and even if like, let's say you just have to pay their rent because quite frankly, if you didn't let's say you didn't take care of them they'd be too busy to hang out with you so that's almost what you're really doing you're subsidizing them so they can hang out with you yeah i i know someone who did this she basically was was paid just to be this guy's friend Mm -hmm. not no sex involved Mm -hmm. she got a good one she got a really good one Mm -hmm. like had a credit card had an apartment from this it was nuts it Mm -hmm. was it was really wild and she had a boyfriend who was also getting like subsidized by this guy. Wow. Like, it, th- these pockets who ran this deep. Guy? Yeah. Yes. yeah. yeah. Look, <laughs> I was like, Teresa. please call me. <laughs> the, the downside though was that she ended up getting to a point where she started value- valuing her time so highly that she wouldn't spend time with people that basically she didn't find fascinating or were paying her. That kind of makes sense. Like it does change you when you're kind of exposed to that, right? Yeah, yeah. I think forever. Yeah. Like these young girls, especially, which is it's disturbing to me, the young girls who kind of don't, I don't, I don't want to say they don't have a choice, but they're really in a bad situation financially. So mm-hmm. they're kind of having to have sex with people that they're really maybe not attracted to at all. Mm-hmm. And then they're thinking for the rest of their life, well, why would I go out with Joey when Joey doesn't have a pot to piss in? I got this rich dude Although I'm not at all attracted to him, maybe grossed out by him, I can have sex with him for 20 minutes and pay for my entire tuition. But back in the day, like marriage used to be that, right? Like people like were like, you need to get married, just find anyone to marry. And people would marry kind of like shitty guys and stay with them. And they'd be like, well, you know, he takes care of you. And then people are stuck. And I feel like that's a little worse. And like people encouraged women to do that totally my generation for sure yeah so it's kind of like now it's just you don't have the paper holding you down but it's still kind of a similar thing where we we tell women for like decades and decades like find a man and take care of you and it's just like now it's just you don't have to get the ring so i i just feel like it's all wrong oh i I mean even the old school marriage i don't i think that's worse i mean i don't even know if i believe in marriage after this podcast because uh, i'm talking to so many different people and so many different lifestyles and so many situations where repeated divorce marriage divorce marriage it just and what is the point except that mm-hmm. the lawyers get rich yeah i feel like with marriage you actually want to find someone i maybe to build something with like if it's your family or like even like a business someone you hang around a lot but other than that i don't know what what's the point, the point? is yeah, for sure it's that. people that have already had kids like my age what's the point mm-hmm. i, I want to get some spe- specifics here because we kind of glossed over the fact that you went to the sugar baby world to mm-hmm. it, but you actually you were meeting up with these guys and then eventually you ended up in a relationship right i ended up in a relationship and it was a and it ended up being terrible, but at the time it was great until like it ended up in disaster. Wait, so, but he was good looking. He was good looking, and so that maybe it kind of tricked me a little bit because he was good looking. He had a good personality, like you know, he gave me his real name so I could Google. Like this is he says everything's matching up, and so I like kind of fell for it. And he um, was from out of town, and he had an office uh, for his like company had an office in L.A. So he would visit quite often, and we saw each other for like several months and then you know he actually I didn't accept money from him but we like did like fabulous things right but then he was gonna actually put me on his payroll for his company like give me a job so I guess that was the way he would end up taking care of me and then that never happened because his friend suggested that like that he he did because he did this to other people which I didn't know right so it's like there's a lot of it like he appeared like aw shucks like all nice you know and like he's new he said he was separated that was all a lie he was happily married (laughs) he had like a mistress at another company so that he already did this he basically had like women at every branch in different cities so I was LA oh my god (laughs) and I was like oh man this is terrible Um, but he tricked me because I really believe that the only way I knew he was married not separated was that his friend told me and then I confronted him and that's when he just kind of like spilled the beans about everything but then he didn't want like we don't want to see each other and he I was like why did you lie about this like this whole website's purpose is (laughs) to like kind of be up front about stuff but like for him it was kind of I think the thrill of feeling like someone loved him like he basically just wanted to feel like 
what he felt with his wife with just different women who all looked like his wife, but just younger. Oh Wait, my so you God. looked like his wife? Yeah, because he was married to a Japanese woman his own age. Then the mistress that he had in the city that he lived in, she looked like she was another Asian woman who was like 10 years younger. So and I he, was like 20 not years Asian. younger. He's not Asian. No, he's like a white guy. So it was just like he just loved Asian women and tricking them and putting oh them on his payroll. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. So he had one of every age group. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, I think I was. But then I don't know. Because he told me he like fooled around with women at other. Th- where I'm just like, I have no clue. Because also it's like what he tells me. So he's also a liar. So there's a certain point where I'm like, I can't actually 100% know what's true or what's not true. But I gather that. I know for sure. He's married. He had a mistress. I was the second. There's probably more. Jesus, literally a sociopath. I think he is because also think about it. A lot of CEOs are sociopaths. There's actually like a study about it. They're like ruthless. Look at the really CEO of our people. country. Yes. Yeah, 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 it's true. And like he does the same kind of lifestyle, right? Um, and so, yeah, so this guy just loved to do that. And he was addicted to the website. He admitted he was like, wow. he had women like everywhere. So I guess I made it to the level of actually like, he wanted to give a job to and see frequently, but oh, he was, yeah, I was like, yes, I'm the winner. <laughs> but like, he actually did the thing where, you know, the pay per meet where he would just meet women, give them some money. And I was like, you said you weren't like that. And, and then he was like, oh, you know, like, wow. but you know what? He showed you his true colors from the day you met him and that he's on this website. Yeah, that's true too. But, but I mean, at the same time, I'm on that website, so it's already you're like. But a little you bit were like, on it for mm. research purposes. But yeah, what's interesting is that yeah. you kind of were on it for ulterior motives as well. Because like other people, it was fun because I would lie to them and I made it fake, and it was fun, <laughs> right? And so if I, I guess I kind of got it. And maybe what threw me off was like he gave me his real name. The story kind of matched up, and I was like, oh, he's a real person. So then, I, and like. He really, I don't know if he's just a really good actor, but he really like, oh, I was separated. My friend told me about this site. And, you know, it's like if he's a CEO, his friends are probably like that. So I was like, well, kind of would make sense why they would tell him to try it. And so he made it sound as if he was just trying it, not that he Mm -hmm. was like Mm -hmm. addicted. You think he's still in it? Oh, I'm sure he's still in it (laughs) because there's no way I don't think if you can get away with it to not keep doing it if it's fun for him like yeah, unless is, you get caught I don't why know. does he like lying so much maybe well even i think about when i was lying it was fun i guess the thrill of it. no other way to describe it or it was like a naughty uh, fun but didn't you feel like so sad like oh no i'm like i'm duping these guys maybe because i didn't actually like like steal anything from i just all i did was get coffee and talk to them and go home right, right? So but I didn't you didn't get money from that at all all well, right. sometimes they would bring you like a gift for just meeting them for the coffee. I think to prove that they actually yeah. like would work serious about it. Yeah. But I mean, I think the problem I have with the sugar baby idea is that this girl is probably not attracted to this guy. Yeah, I guess it just depends. Let like, me tell you the guy that I'm thinking of that was cheating on his wife with the 18 year old, put her through college, not attractive. Mm-hmm. at all maybe she found him attractive nobody would find this guy attractive well it's kind of like all the women who bone donald trump right where but it's he's like ba- donald trump in his day was not bad looking but like he's still boning people probably like in the past <laughs> 20 years and he hasn't been looking good in the past 20 years. if you ask your sugar baby friends mm-hmm. or that you know that you've interviewed already or whatever i'm sure some of them were not all that attracted to the guys they're with well i don't know because sometimes it's like he could even be like a hot 40 year old, but he's dating like a 19 year old. Yeah. And so it's like, that's still like a huge age gap, right? Where mm. it's like, he could still be, because I mean, I don't know if like some women are going after like a 60, like I don't know if a 19 year old's bone and I haven't met that. Yeah. Yet, that's but what I'm telling there's you. Probably, there probably 50, is, 58 but year I haven't old man encountered with, that. 58 year old man with a 18 year old. Oh, well, that's I haven't not attractive on uh, a, a physical level. What's another interesting detail from your story is mm-hmm. the fact that he's this white guy who's just like going after Asian women, Asian women, Asian women. Do mm-hmm. you, what is going on there? I, I, maybe he just has a type or do yeah. you think there's something he, deeper? I think he has a type. I like this is what I've kind of, maybe from the sugar baby uh, experience, I feel like I've kind of, and ideas about cheating like why do people cheat and like i've just kind of noticed like a lot of people when they cheat on their uh significant others they go for people who look a lot like their significant others isn't that wild it's weird it's like why even 
do that. But I almost think it's this. Maybe him being with a woman who looks similar to his wife, but just younger, maybe it makes him think of that time in 100%. his life. Yeah. And so I think that was probably it. Because if mm. you get a woman who doesn't look like his wife, it's not. it doesn't maybe trigger those memories or something. There's mm, something mm. there. Yeah. I, I think there's also something... I th- I see a trend. White appearing Jewish looking dude mm-hmm. is with younger Asian woman. Maybe mm-hmm. not younger. Is but that like, is that in L.A. or in general? I think it happens everywhere. I yeah, think. Yeah. Maybe that's just a good match, or maybe there's something. Have you given this much thought, or no? I think it might just be we notice it right because there's plenty of like same race couples of vastly different ages that we just maybe don't notice because we just think it's more normal. But when mm-hmm. you see, I think, an interracial couple, you tend to just remember it more. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's true. I don't but know. But there is a lot of pairing between um, white male, Asian female. Yeah. 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 And, and I guess I very rarely see the reverse. Yeah. It's slowly starting to happen more, but it's more common the the white male Asian female. Okay, yeah. so why do you think the, the white the a- Asian male is not with the white woman? I think a lot of it is the media. But I think that's why it's changing a little bit because like in the past like when you'd see the media, they would show Asian men like long duck dong or something like not sexy, right? Like people wouldn't give the sexy guys a chance. Like if a bunch of Asian dudes all look like Bruce Lee. All the white women would run to that, right? But they don't show a lot of that. Mm. But they're starting to now. So it's starting to change a little bit. Like, I think even like The Walking Dead finally showed Asian male, white female. And then like it's starting to become more popular now. Yeah. This, we actually just brought in a podcast to our sex podcast collective called Masala Jones, which is all, it's a fictional podcast about this Indian American man Mm -hmm. who's trying to become the world's first Indian porn star. And it's, it's oh, why are you laughing? It just sounds like a funny idea. But even the name of Sala Jones. Yeah. Is funny. Right. I love it. Like, I love the name. And the reason that it, it exists is because you'd never see that. You yeah. Know, you, you so rarely see Asian Americans as, especially in the male category, as porn oh, stars. Oh, it's true because um, there was this guy, I can't remember his name, but he went to college. He was a really smart guy, but he's like, I'm going to become an Asian male porn star because there's none of us. And actually, I was like, good for you because yeah. it actually kind of helped because there weren't any. I mean, there's when you see Asian, Asian porn, like then there's Asian males, but like mm-hmm. Asian American, there's like, he. I think he might be the only one. Yeah. I want to talk about the Asian porn. Okay. <laughs> great mom is it, is it just me anytime i've seen asian women in porn they're always like crying they're never enjoying sex it's always like screaming ah, i'm so embarrassed right i don't like this it's it the fetish seem, there i think is, like they want the women to be just like hating sex i don't know but i the the, the like the screaming that you're talking yeah. about is very common with like japanese porn yeah. right and so it's not just me noticing no this. no oh. it's definitely the style but i think it's it goes back to like style like porn is so categorized so when you look up japanese porn that's what you're gonna get versus if you look up asian american porn the women don't act like that yeah we, right? i've interviewed yeah, cindy right. starfall she doesn't act like she's a she loves this you know yeah so oh, that's pretty interesting it like, has to do with a, uh, like a cultural this, uh, stereotype. And I think it, yeah, like it goes back to like everything's a category in porn. Yeah. Where when you go to Japanese porn, if they're not screaming like that, you're like, why aren't you? You know, because that's just what you expect versus like um, there's like this whole category where it's like Thailand porn and like the girls are all like super skinny and like they look in pain, but they're not screaming the way like the Japanese porn does. Wow. So it's just like there's just different I mean, you thought I was going to say something weird. <laughs> you were prepared for me to say something completely off. And I was actually right, Cam. It was, no, it still was weird. I just wasn't. It was accurate. I didn't. And, and you Very know accurate. much more about that than I do, actually. <laughs> I'm doing some research into genres of porn. I guess yes. you're researching away over here, Mom. I want to get even more important question. You did a video on dick pics. And yes. I and Cam and I just discussed this literally on the morning after show about why why do men send these god blessed dick pics to not just me but to apparently to cam too <laughs> well to, to our joint account which oh. i tend to <laughs> yes look at. it's hilarious um i think that they like to shock people i think it's that because i was had this conversation with someone else about dick pics where it's like 
if you're actually dating someone and you send them dick pic, it's like, okay, you guys have a relationship, you do it. Or let's say you have a cam girl relationship where you get uh, nudes and you send nudes, but you have that like, you paid for that, right? But other than that, but just sending strangers dick pics, it's like unsolicited where you're just kind of like, why are you trying to break the, there's two ways to do it that are okay. Why are you choosing to do it this way? You know, and it's because they just, think they can do whatever they want i think and so to me i'm but like why are they doing it because to me it's more it's got to be deeper than that they want to they want it to be validated because they got this fantastic dick you know most Even, are not actually no and, I, and that's a, and that's another thing one looked exceedingly large like it wasn't <laughs> even human and the other one was like why would you send this this is not such a fantastic species here or specimen i think it's the way like why does a guy on the subway just whip it out right it's like you don't need to but they have this need to just shock people i think it's that 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 that, that's kind of like almost like a kink or a fetish thing yeah you need to expose yourself but this is this is a new form of exposure that a lot of people are doing so i don't know i mean i this got to me it's got to be something as simple as uh i i want to get attention so I'll send a dick pic and maybe she'll be into my dick pic because I know if I got a vagina pic from her, I'd be into that. So, I mean, because men seem to be more visual than for sure women are. So maybe they're thinking we're going to get into that. Oh, she's going to see my dick and now she's going to want to go out with me. I mean, if that is his thought process, then he's also just like an idiot, right? Because <laughs> Total idiot. he could wait until he actually dates her a few times and then do it right well, but he doesn't date do it. me or cam i don't understand the need <laughs> and I, you know, I actually think there's something aggressive about it it's like, aggressive it, it's like you didn't ask yeah, yeah that's what it, i it's think it's kind of like oh you would never date me so i'm gonna i'm just gonna fucking plop this onto you yeah so i think it's they want to shock you and mm-hmm. there's something wrong and you're right aggressive about it Un- unfortunately we do have to wrap it up no yeah. uh, we do want to talk to you more so i didn't even get to the cat out? book yeah that's can cool. we talk cat for another book. 10 minutes on our patreon and oh sure for those who want to listen check out patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom uh and for those who want to find out more of your work how do they find that uh, my website is teresalowriter.com you can also find me on twitter at teresalow underscore tweets or um on facebook or instagram at teresalowriter i've been enjoying your writing so i really Thank hope you. everyone check out your website and we're gonna Thank get you. into some really hot and steamy stuff on patreon so stay tuned Thank you so much for coming on, Teresa. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is fun. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best-kept secret. And visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.